0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. I'm back again in my home recording studio. Uh, and this week, I have a requ- someone who made a request uh, for an episode topic. So uh, that'll be what I'll be talking about this evening or this week with you guys. So just some more food for thought, uh, a little bit of a way I think that we can you know, help ourselves get our best out of whatever we do. So uh, I was talking with uh, a bunch of people from some of the other schools last Thursday. Uh, you know, my, my region, my district in Tiger Shulman's, uh, these six or eight schools or so that make us up. We get together every Thursday and we um, brainstorm. We, tra- we train, of course, and then we talk about a whole bunch of different things to help make our schools better. To help make our students better, to help make our schools better, to be more efficient in the things that we do, and to help communicate our message and and train our students that much better. So I was talking uh, to one of the staff members in one of the other schools, and he he was talking to me about the podcast I had just released, and he said, man, Sensei, I wish you would do one on being present. And uh, that's exactly what we're going to talk about this evening. Because I disclose something to them that I'm not too shy to talk about. But a little bit of background is necessary here. See, I think one thing that a great many people struggle with, and myself included, uh, are called intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts are those thoughts that randomly pop in your head for absolutely no reason. Like no trigger, no real reason, all of a sudden you're thinking about something. Now, intrusive thoughts can be positive, they can be harmless, or they could be negative, right? You could randomly uh, remember something that makes you happy, (laughs) right? Some memory from a million years ago or something that you're going to do that you're looking forward to. It can randomly pop into your head while you're busy doing whatever it is that you're doing. It can be innocuous. It could be (laughs) be something that has no impact, positive or negative, or the other way. Or they can be negative and uh, as I've mentioned a great many times and I continue to to own up to, I'm very critical of myself. I hold myself to very high standards. I expect a lot out of myself. So one of the things that I'm always working on is avoiding the negative intrusive thoughts or rather not so much uh, avoiding them because that's not how intrusive thoughts work. Think about it this way. You know how today, just randomly, some thought out of nowhere, something you hadn't thought about in forever, or was in nowhere related to what you were doing, hits you? You know that experience you had today like that? The dozen experiences you had today like that? That's how intrusive thoughts work. It's a very common thing. I think everybody has them. Just not everybody has tons of negative ones. But the negative ones come some, sometimes too. And because I'm very critical of myself, I'll, I'll often. Be reminded of things or things that were brought to my, my forethought that are negative or that I'm beating myself up about for whatever reason. Maybe it's something I didn't get done, a project I have hanging over my head, whatever the case may be.
1: You know,
0: There's a great many facets of life and it could be related to any of those. But one of the things that I did at the advice of someone that I respect a lot is I put in some key places in my school because obviously that's where I spend a great majority of my time. I put a couple of like mantras, a couple of little thoughts for me to see get triggered by and come right back to baseline. So I have this whiteboard in my office and it's right by my office door. If I ever like go in there to get a drink of water and I turn around, the whiteboards right there. So as I'm walking back out, it's right there. And I have two quotes written on this whiteboard. Um, first is a little long change your thoughts change the world, or if you want to change the world, start by changing your thoughts. I forget exactly which way it's written, but it's not the more important one in today's discussion. The more important one is just three simple words. Be, period, here, period, now, period. If you were to look on the wallpaper of my tablet that I use to do all my school-related things while I'm teaching... The wallpaper says exactly the same thing. Be here now. And to me, that's one of the most valuable things that we can do. Now, obviously, when it comes to intrusive thoughts, it's a great thought. to When those thoughts start taking over your brain and you start giving more attention to them than anything else, you have to remind yourself sometimes to be here now. But even beyond intrusive thoughts, if we were to think about other things that require our focus. I mean, so many times people get lost in the someday, in the in the future, in the six months from now, a year from now, this, that, the other. They get so lost in the daydream that they forget to be present in the now. They forget to sit here and enjoy what's going on right now. And it's one thing to like plan for for things, don't get me wrong, you know, my wife and I are planning things now for the summertime, for next fall, for the spring, we're constantly planning things. I think that's what organized people do, is they plan things out in advance. And it could be like, you know, projects we want to work on in the house, you know, little trips we want to take, people we want to go and see, things we want to accomplish, All these type of things. On the flip side, that doesn't mean that we're not present in the now, because sometimes being the present, being present in the now, is in that planet. You know, like I'll remember we we went up to this past Memorial Day weekend. I'm sorry, not Memorial Day, Labor Day weekend. Pardon me. This past Labor Day weekend. We were trying to get away. We, we wanted to get away. It had been uh, the height of, of, of COVID for a long time uh, between getting the Zoom program running and the Twitch channel we had running. I had worked some ridiculous amount of days in a row without a day off uh, ever <laughs> for a crazy amount of time. So for that crazy amount of time, I um, I, I found myself uh, run, run a little bit ragged. So we needed to get away. So we decided we were gonna go up to Lake George. And we rented an RV and we brought our dogs with us and we made it this really awesome trip. And it was a comedy of errors of just, you know, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. But man, in the planning for this trip, there were days we were, I would come home from work or I would, at the time uh, the school was open and everything. So I'd come home from work And she would have all these papers spread across the the living room table. And it was like recipes she found to cook on a campfire. And there was so much joy in the being there in the moment, even though we were planning for the future. But it wasn't like we were sitting here with our mind completely elsewhere. We were were thinking about things we needed to prepare. We were building towards something. And then, while we were there, The thing we didn't do while we were in Lake George, the thing we didn't do is we didn't let ourselves get mired too much in the world back home, in the things we had to do when we got back to work, in the this and the that and the other thing. What was really important was that we stayed the course, was that we stayed completely committed to what it is we were doing at that time. So often. We see people who are just checked out, like completely checked out. Uh, We were out to dinner the other night and um, there was this group of of like 20-something-year-old girls and they were off to to the opposite side of the room of the restaurant that we were at. And every one of these girls, first of all, they're taking selfies constantly, which is what it is. But I mean, the group of them, group selfies, group selfies. And then as they take the group selfies and they're posting them up, you don't see the girls look up from their phones. They're so lost in that device that they're not there in the moment. Now listen, I'll be the first one to admit that when I'm having mindless time, where I'm letting my mind be mindless, I don't mind doing stuff on my phone at all when it's mindless time, when it's time to just let time waste away. But I make a really concerted effort that unless something urgent, incredibly pressing, pops up on that phone, I really make an effort to not be on it when it's time for us to be in the moment. When it's time for us to do whatever it is we're gonna do. You know, like a frequent thing that we do with the dogs, Mrs. Senzai and I, we love to go to some of the parks that are around here on Long Island that have hiking trails and stuff. And maybe that wouldn't be considered like a hike hike, but like take them on a big long walk through somebody's crazy trails. And in that time, make a concerted effort to keep my phone in the pocket, to not let it come out, to be there. And, you know... We get into these crazy conversations, <laughs> things that as long as we've been together, as much time as we spend together, she, doesn't, she hasn't heard about some Boy Scout camping trip I took when I was 11. It, it's never come up before. There was no reason for it to come up. But we happened to be in the woods taking a walk down this path and I saw this tree that, on this hill and it reminded me of this time and I'm brought back to being 11 years old. And we've connect, it gave us the ability to connect on an even deeper level. Now, what if we both had our earbuds in as we were walking and looking down on the screen as we were walking? It never would have happened. Again, don't get me wrong here. There is a time to have your completely mindless time. There's times you're just chilling on the couch and nothing else is going on. It is just shut off the brain time. And in that time, if you're going, going to be checked out, that's one thing. But when you're there, really try to be there. You see this very frequently when you go to thing, to events. I mean, here's a something some of us may not remember. Concerts, uh, big events like that, parades, sporting events. So often you see somebody where they're at an event like this, And while the crowd is cheering, while whatever's going on is going on, they're not there. They're watching the concert or they're watching the um, whatever. They're watching the sporting event, the walkout of the athlete, whatever it is that they're watching. But they're watching it through the screen of their phone. They're not there now. It's one thing to take a picture at that sporting event. It's one thing to take a video when they're playing your favorite song. But being present, it's difficult. And it's, a, it's something that we are having an ever-growing hard time with as a society. Being present. We live in a multitasking world. And I will be the first one to admit that I am very guilty of multitasking quite a lot. Well, I feel like I have to be quite often, to be honest, you know, uh, between running my school and all the things I do with that and doing that by myself, Uh, you know, and things for the podcast and things for home and all the other things that we do. I think there is isn't a person among us who isn't spinning several plates at once and I'm just like any other in that case. But we have to remember that there are certain moments that we just can't get back. And that's why mindfulness, being present, being in the moment, is such an important thing. Now, again, and, and I keep going back to this because I, I know I'm opening myself up to get hassled here with the focusing on, on being present and putting the phone down and this type of stuff. There's certainly a period of our day where we can be mindless and that's okay. We don't have to be <laughs> we don't have to be turned on 24 hours a day mentally. We can check out. That's okay. But realize that sometimes you're just making memories and those memories the best way to remember them, the best way to make the memories is to actually be engaged. Is to actually be there in the moment. I'm sure you guys have had this where you're talking to somebody and as you're talking to them, the conversations waning, you know, maybe you're at a family event and the whole a whole bunch of people are are, are talking. And as the conversation wanes for one person, that person takes their phone out of their pocket and they bury their nose in the phone and they're not present. You know, I was talking uh, at Easter to my great aunt and uh, we were talking about my great uncle who had passed away in June. And being present is something that, you know, I think you're reminded of that every time that you have a little bit of loss. You're like, man, I wish I hadn't have been distracted by this or I hadn't have been distracted by that the last time I was with this person or this time that I was with this person, or that time that I was with that person. Man, if I had known I only had, you know, one more Christmas Eve with that person, I would have spent more time with them. I think we all think that way after loss like that. But we have to realize that it's gonna happen regardless, right? We never know what that number is. So why not be present as much as possible? So, you know I was trying to find a way to bring things back to martial arts and in this case I think it's a perfect example. I think there are some things that we can do in our life that are going to force us to be mindful, to be present, to practice that skill. Um, and I'll give you a, a couple of examples. See. One thing I love to do, especially now that the sun is shining here again, the fact that we're getting some nice 60 degree days, I love to put the jogging leash on and I love to strap my dogs in and I love to take them for a run. And I don't love to take them for a run because I love to run. It's exactly the opposite, as a matter of fact. See, I love running as exercise for a simple reason. I hate to run. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. If you tell me. I got to run for myself, I won't do it. I hate it. I'll do so many other things. I hate running. But what I do love is seeing how excited my dogs get when I take them for a run. They love it. They love it. It's the highlight of their day. Every time I let them outside, they'll nose the jogging leash as they walk past it. Like, are we going to go? So I won't do it for me. I'll do it for them. And I'll do my best to be as engaged in the moment with them as possible. I love to give them attention for what they're doing. You know, when Slade, my furry co-host, actually listens, I love to actually give him some positive feedback. You know It's something that forces me to be in the moment. You know, while I listen to music or a podcast while I'm running, sure. But it's not like they're talking to me, right? It's a little different. But, again, nose not buried in your screen with them. Enjoying it for them. And enjoying the joy that they're getting out of it, it, even though I may not love the activity. I think martial arts is one of the best examples of being in the moment, being present. For a simple reason, you don't really have a choice. I know me, and I know that if I'm going to do some other kind of workout, or if I'm going to even train on my own. I mean, I'm a sensei, I've been doing martial arts for 24 years. I could very easily set up the bag in my school or set up a bag at home. I know the routine that I have to do, I know routines I can do, I know how to set the clock, I know how to do it, and I could train. But there is something vastly different about training on a bag by yourself, in a room by yourself than there is when you're training with other people. Even if you're not partnered up with a person, even if you're in the ba- on the bag by yourself, in the room with other people, there's still a big difference in energy. And that big difference in energy is noticeable. You don't want to be the person that, that, that's the slowest one in the room, or that's dogging it, or that's not pushing themselves. And I think this effect is only multiplied when you start working with a partner. Your mind can't be anywhere else. You are forced to be in the moment when you're with a partner. You know, when I'm training with, with some of the other senseis or shians and I'm, I'm hitting the pads with them or sparring, you literally cannot think of anything else. You can't be thinking about the fight that you had with your girlfriend. If the person in front of you is calling punching combinations, you got to do them on command. You can't think about your stressful day at work. You don't have the ability. Your mind is forced to be on task. It's another great way to be present. And there's so many other things like that, in my opinion. There's so many other things that you can do like that. Having a good conversation I, with a person, being conscious not to take your phone out, playing, playing the right kind of board game with the right group of people, going out to dinner with friends. like These are places where you can practice this skill where you can practice being there, right there, in that moment, being in that moment, being present for it, because you're not gonna get that moment back. You know, there, there's a million cases that you can think of in your life where you wish, man, I wish I had given that a little more attention. I, you know, oh, my cat passed away and I, I wish I had petted him a few more times that last time because I, you know, I, I didn't know that was going to be the last time, you know, or like that conversation I had with my grandmother, I didn't know that was going to be the last one. Or that was, you know, a, a wonderful conversation with my grandmother about uh, our relatives and our family history. I wish I had taken a, a longer conversation. You know that the time we get with people is limited. We only get so much. So do your best to be as present as possible. Like I said, we're all entitled to our mindless time, don't get me wrong. But when you're there, when you're engaged, when you are with that person, when you're doing something for someone else, when you're there socially with other people, be there, be there now. It deserves your full attention and you'll be thankful that you did. That's all I have for you guys this week. If you guys want me to talk about something, if there's something on your mind, please reach out to me. I'm happy to talk about the topics that are on your mind. If you have questions you want to ask, I'm happy to answer them. Reach me via email, SenseiLeonelli at gmail.com. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find us online at TSKSmithtown.com. You can find the podcast on Instagram at TSSmithtownPodcast. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. And until next time, my friends, I will see you guys on the map.